for the better part of God knows how many years, maybe 25, 30, I have no idea. But I can tell you one thing. During my senior year of high school, she was the best person to chat with. Way before Facebook, way before Instant Messenger, way before Twitter, Instagram, and everything, everything you got out there, TikTok. She knew how to talk. And she also knew how to carry a conversation in a way where it didn't have its limitations. And you know what I'm talking about when you talk to certain adults, you're just like, huh? What is this person saying to me? Tonight's guest was always down to have a good time. She was always laughing. She was always smiling. Coincidentally, she also was a cheerleader at the school we went to, Plymouth White Marsh High School. And in general, I really feel like she was not just a cheerleader on the field or at the court, but just in general for other people. She cared about her friends. She cared about, you know, just everybody having a, a general well-being of a good time. And I was super stoked that all these years later, she took that good nature and she started capturing it into photography because, you know, a picture is worth a thousand words. And in today's society, with all those social media apps, photography can still make like a dent. It can still like, you know, say, hey, remember me? Remember this art form? It still exists. And people are willing to pay money for it. And tonight you're going to get to know her a little bit better. You'll figure out how you can hire her for her services. She'll, she'll come to your house, film you, tape you, photography, like do everything you want. She's fantastic and I'm happy she's here on the show. Please welcome Jenny Fritz to the show. Oh, way to make me cry. Bob. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> like, it's okay to cry. You, you watch, do you watch This Is Us? No, I'm okay. So, so my wife started me on that show, and uh, I there's like we have this like ongoing joke where it's like, is Bob gonna cry this uh, this hour? Because it's it, like at first I was like, I'm not gonna cry during this shit, and I was like, oh my god, they pulled emotional heartstrings. But yeah, it is true that in the in 1998, I enjoyed very much talking to you. You know, um, we had such a great time in uh, Mr. Swakowski's class. Yeah, and it's so weird. That so much time has gone by. Right, like 20 plus years now. Like, I mean, what were we at? 20 years, right? Yeah, it's really, really. And it's, so it, it gets so, it's crazy to think that, I mean, like, you know, like from, from 98 until now, it's like a lifetime, right? And then when we were growing up in high school, I mean, did you ever think in the class of 1998 that we'd be dealing with, you know, like with the way the world looks and like the way that we communicate now as well, right? Because no. like you and I communicated in the very natural way of, hey, let's have a conversation. But now right. people won't even answer my phone calls. They'll only respond through texts. And I'm just like, yo, dog, you right. know? And this is yeah. kind of why I do the show. I do the show because it's just like, hey, let's have a, you know, an old school conversation. Right, yeah. What, I mean, what's your, I mean, obviously, like with your business and the photography, it helps out tremendously, but have you seen or felt a change in the way that uh, you approach friendship with technology? Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. but it's, I feel like all of our conversations are through text. Our friends and I always say, like, if someone's calling us, there's, mm-hmm something tragic has happened yeah, it's weird right yeah mm-hmm. like the, it's 
That's so weird you say that because it's just literally my dad called me the other day. I was like, is everything all right? Yeah. And it wasn't, I didn't say hello. Yeah. And that's odd. So that's changed dramatically because I recall like in the 90s, if like, you know, somebody called me at home, it was like a big deal, man. Right. There's a girl on the phone for you, Bob. I'd be like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, I actually remember my first conversation with a girl on the phone. Her name was Jennifer Christman, and it was like mm, 1993. And I remember like talking on the phone being so nervous. You know what I mean? Like my hands were shaking. Yeah. I miss that. You know what I mean? Like it's like. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's good, and I guess it shows, like, our age by me, like, complaining about it week after week, but, I mean, it's just, it gets to a certain point where I'm just like, man, I'm just so tired of, uh, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. I mean, I, I'm i bad. I text more than... Same, because yeah. we're parents, though. When you're a parent, yeah. it's very hard to just immediately be there for somebody. Right. You know what I mean? Like, uh, most of the time, like, on weekends... Like, I try not to be on the phone because I'm with them and it doesn't matter who, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I got to, like, take care of her, her dad and my parents and stuff like that. But I like sometimes to just, like, not be distracted. And case in point, I mean, this is now week number two. Uh, no TV during the weekdays with my son. Oh, really? Just TV on weekends. Oh. And we just started last Monday. And uh, I give credit to my wife. It was her idea. And I was like okay we'll try it and like because he was being you know i mean kids could be assholes it's bedtime i ain't going to bed no dad not doing it and then like Teresa was like well no tv and then the next day we didn't watch it and the next day we didn't watch it and then immediately i noticed the change literally within 48 hours i i it's so true we say it all the time Mm -hmm. because um my son is more like if he's on the ipad Mm -hmm. or playing he has like nintendo switch Mm mm-hmm I mean the the difference in the attitude yeah. when we take that away mm-hmm. he's a different kid it's you know what it is it's I mean like from a scientific perspective I really think it's like it's the dopamine release like at such a young age when you're you know watching your show you know who Blippi is no. Blippi's this YouTube guy. You got to check him out. He's he's like for a long time, like he was like a babysitter in my house. <laughs> B-L-I-P-P-I. If you're a young parent him. and you're struggling, yeah. check out Blippi. Um, <laughs> I'm really surprised I don't know him. Before. You'll know him after tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it's it's it, like this weekend we watched TV on the weekend. And like now we tell him it's on the weekend. And then I start noticing a change in myself. Like I was like, oh, my God, like I forgot that I like to draw. You know, I forgot that I'm drawing like not like last night. Like I was like, we're drawing at the table after dinner and we're leading up to bedtime. This yeah. is awesome. Yeah. Time seems to go a little bit faster now with no television. And um, I, I don't know what's going on in the news like I used to. But I mean, I still at work. I'll read. But yeah, it's just, you know, it's it's nice to just uh, get back to the basics, you know, and I think that that's. I think that's the hardest thing for um, for me now as I get older because of the way we grew up yeah. to deal with it. And now it's like, I know this will be here forever, you know? Like, I'm going to have to text, you know? Or yeah, I'm going to have forever. to send a message yeah. to make sure they got it. And I see the little circle go down to the bottom. Like, I, w- I shouldn't have been trained as a human being to think this way, but it is that way. And right. like, I mean, when we went to high school, I mean, also, I mean, we're so old now, Jenny, that we were the last class <laughs> to actually have nine periods. Oh my God! You know, we were yeah. the, that, that was it. Now it's block scheduling where people um, they only have four classes per day. We had nine, I, right? That's crazy. We had nine. Yeah. 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 So so each class was like about forty two minutes or so, right? Yeah. And we got a chance to like 
move around a lot you know we move from place to place yeah. kids don't do that now you know I know it's so crazy it really is yeah like it's just so different it's, it's totally different I mean but yeah I mean we we definitely had a good time though I mean I, I look back at my uh, senior year of high school at fine regard <laughs> um, I think we had we had sweat together and then we had a home economics class together too didn't we Weren't you in a cooking class with me? And we would yeah. always mess shit up? Yeah. Right? I think yeah. so, right? Yeah. And Dan. Dan Nero was our partner, oh right? Oh, God, yes. I'm I am putting it all together now. And was Jeff... Was that... Jeff Brown was with us? I think so, yes. Jeff was in our... Yeah. Yes. So we couldn't... Dan. And we were notoriously bad cooks. Yeah. But I, I can tell you right now, though, <laughs> that 20 years later, I learned how to cook. When yeah. my wife got pregnant, I was like, I gotta step it up, man. Yeah. I don't know what's going on here. Can't keep ordering shit. <laughs> now I love cooking. I miss those, those classes, man. Like, they took them out of... Um, like, it's not like a real focus anymore. I, yeah, that's... I. You know? I'm so bad. Well, you know, because mm -hmm. you were, you were a teacher, so you mm -hmm. know all of, like, I didn't even know that they don't do that anymore. It's weird, is that, right? Is that it's, terrible it's just, that I don't know that? But, I mean, like, you remember Mrs. Duncan, right? Yeah. I love Sue Duncan, right? Yeah. Um, I still remember her teaching me how to do wash yeah. and the importance of wash. And I remember being young thinking, like, I'm going to need this shit later. I should pay attention. You yeah. know what I mean? Like... And um, that's gone. And uh, sadly, one of the things that I, I always enjoyed was the arts. And now they're, they're starting to like bring that down as well and focus on math and English because we're so poor with it. But uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I, when I, it's, it, it's strange to me now, like being a parent and then like looking back and thinking like, man, like did any of that stuff prepare me for, for today's world right. of parenting? Like, nah, not yeah. at all, really. You no. know, and like... I, I find sometimes like a lot with uh, new parents they'll ask me uh, do you got any advice and I just refrain from now on I'm like look man they'll come out with their own instruction manual and you'll figure it out you know like it's so true it's so you true just, because it's just you don't you don't know yeah. you will not know until it happens to you yeah and then when it does you're just like oh dude I should have slept in more <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean I mean like, yeah. I guess that's like the most difficult Definitely. thing but how old are your kids six and two Wow, that's a great yeah. that's a great like little gap there. Yeah. So so six years ago you became a mom for the first time and like what do you, what do you remember from that? Like uh, was this it's totally natural for you, right? Yeah, like you fit right into it, right? Yeah, I. Because I remember your mom. Your mom was full of life too and loved being a mom, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember meeting her once something at school. Yeah. What do you yeah. remember from the most from being a mom for the first time? Being a mom the first time. Yeah. Like, like, were you scared? Of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I mean, I've, I don't know. I grew up with a, a lot of cousins mm -hmm. and like a lot, I always was like babysitting and all mm -hmm. that stuff. So I feel like I, it just was like a natural thing. It was me. a natural thing. Yeah. yeah. It, it's great when it, it, it's, it's a natural uh, process. And I mean, I read about like, um, all you know like uh postpartum depression and stuff like that and you know all the different things that can happen to the mom but uh for the dad i mean it, it, it the only thing i can say is just sleep man you need to be prepared you yeah. need to be prepared to operate on like zero sleep for at least 16 to 20 weeks i yeah. think right i mean like that's the book right there and that ends in like two pages so you, you don't even have to write a full novel you just be like look sleep that's it yeah yeah because that I remember just being so drained that was yeah. it just being like oh my god every two hours really I gotta wake up yeah every two hours I mean it's 
I feel like it's one of those things it's just so no one prepare you like we just said you can't yeah. you can't prepare yourself mm-hmm. the first like few months are just like a whirlwind if, even if it's a natural thing like I said like I had that natural motherly mm-hmm. you know instinct it's like you still are just mm-hmm. you feel like you're a mess and you don't you think it, you're the only one I know, yeah. right? Isn't that yeah. weird? That they you... all go through that. Yeah. I think, though, that that's... Okay, so hear me out on this one, right? You're the only one. But you know how, like, there was that old-fashioned saying, like, it takes a, a village to raise a child or whatever? Mm-hmm. That's because the village did back in the day. <laughs> like, we all lived together, and yeah. we're all like, oh, you need help? Sure, I'll be right over. You yeah. know what I mean? Now it's like, uh, I, I don't even know what my neighbors do. So different. It's weird, right? Yeah. And uh, I, I would like uh, if... It'll never go back to that, but I mean... It's just weird to think that sometimes, I mean, you did have help, you know? And, like, I, I remember so many times saying to my my wife just being like, I can't imagine what it's like to be a single mother. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? Know. Like, no. not getting no repute? I mean, like, I met your husband several times. Joey's a wonderful guy. Uh, like, he's, he's a great dad as well. And, like, yeah. you know, like that, you need that participation. You need to help me here, you man. You it. know what I mean? I wouldn't survive. No. Honestly. No. I, I like, I'm so thankful that he is a hands-on dad mm-hmm. because I honestly, I, I don't know. And I, mm-hmm. you know what? I say I wouldn't survive, but I know. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just, it just makes the family dynamic a little bit more easier when it's a full range of, uh, it's like a full range spectrum of like both, you know, even if it's same sex like parents as well, which I've had students who have same sex parents as well. I just think there's something to be said about a partnership of people who are taking care of a kid because it is an enormous responsibility and you only have a little bit of time to get it right. Oh my God, I know. You know, and it's like, if you mess up the beginning, what's the, you know what I mean? Like the middle and end, like, oh my, it goes so fast. So fast. It's like, I, I always remember like, reading something or it's like the first five years of yeah. a child's development is yep. like the most important without a doubt yeah. and of course like that's something i'm like i hu- like hung up on you know what yeah. i mean like you go back to the first five years i know I, I do the same thing like i last night okay here we go with the i do this every week i'm just candid now i just say it all right <laughs> last night we're at the, the table we're drawing uh he's like daddy can you draw me frankenstein i'm like sure he's like daddy can you draw me the wolfman i was like sure <laughs> start drawing the wolfman and i put my i was like what if i turned into the wolfman tie and i put my hood up and before i knew it he was so scared oh. he fell out the chair <gasps> And I went to grab him with my left, and I grabbed it like his like leg, you know. Yeah. But like he didn't really get hurt, but he was scared, you know. And I was just like, "Oh my god, dude!" Like bad parenting. But now, like the difference between me, uh, three and a half years in, versus the beginning is I I remember this one night, like like third month, two two months into him being just a tiny little baby, and we're exhausted. And I used to take the uh, the late shift. I would do like a. 11 p.m. to like 3 a.m. or something and then this time I would like go out and you know have him on my chest and stuff like that and I remember one time like it wasn't even the biggest deal but like when I was walking through like his tiny little foot caught the door you know like you know just oh. tapped it yeah. and I was like oh my god I'm the worst father in the world he's hurt himself I'm gonna you know what I mean like I was ready to just crucify myself because of this one thing and then I thought of that last night when he fell out the chair yeah. I was just like you're gonna be okay buddy and like 
Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm learning as a parent to, to uh, allow him to, you know, to understand what it's like to, to feel like emotions and to get hurt. You know, it's like, it's a weird thing, right? Because when we're adults now, I mean, I can't remember the last time I cried from from uh like hurting myself pain you know mm-hmm. like it no maybe i it's weird because like when you're a kid you cry all the time like oh my god i slammed my thumb in the door i'm <laughs> gonna cry for days but yeah. it's like our society kind of tells us not to be in touch with our feelings at least for like you know the masculine side right. and i'm just so over that man i'm so over like being like well, why can't i be both right why can't i be in you know and i want my son to understand that and i think that's what will help change the current like problem is that we don't allow people to um have a sense of empathy like mm-hmm. we don't we don't teach them empathy mm-hmm. we just hope that they turn out okay right and you know what kids are not going to be okay right. they're not going to be okay if you allow them to go in their room and play like Fortnite for the next seven days straight you know what i mean and yeah. like parents are like very concerned about that being like well what do we do bob you know or like or how do we get them off it pull the plug out the wall man yeah. like you know what i mean like turn the electricity off and yeah. say somebody else did it uh-huh. do you have any friends that have similar totally like agree. problems like with parenting like as far as video games i and feel stuff? like we all do right mm-hmm. i mean it's we, insane we had in um well my son's six and we actually just let him get the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, we which had is it. awesome, by the way. Yeah, we had it like a couple years ago, and mm-hmm. he was way too young for it. Like it mm-hmm. was like meltdowns every yeah, every right? time he tried to play to, to to turn it off. Right, like it's time to for dinner. To turn it off, and he was frustrated mm-hmm. that like he couldn't do it. Now we fight. Turn it off. It's time for dinner every mm-hmm. night. It's like you know. No, well, you know what? Actually, mm-hmm. we don't let him play it every night. It's like mm-hmm. a, I try to do like a. A weekend thing. Yeah, it's hard though. It's hard it to is. stick to a schedule in today's yeah. world, right? It's so hard. It really is. What's his favorite game on there? I think it's like Pokemon. Right. Something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was like famous when we were kids, and yeah. it's like this two Pokemon. Still, there's a movie. Oh my god, he's obsessed with. I was teaching the the end of my. So I retired from teaching last year. I, okay. I, I got a new career. I learned off YouTube. I, I'm now that, you know, oldies.com over there. No. When you go down 476, it says, we buy movies, books, like on the factory warehouse. Okay. I'm the, the video editor there and I learned okay. everything off of YouTube. Uh, oh, my, cool. I got a degree from YouTube and I'm encouraging people everywhere. You want to learn something, just figure it out yourself. Oh okay? my God, it's so true. I, yeah. I basically taught myself photography. Which is, yeah, I mean, like in today's world, yeah. you can do that. Whereas when we were kids in high school, do you remember, like, I remember um, the the fleeting sense of failure when my name was not up on the, the board outside the guidance counselor's office. Like, everybody was getting into colleges and right. stuff. Oh my God. And they would put their names up, which in hindsight now, actually speaking about this for the first time in 21 <laughs> years, they shouldn't have done that. No. <laughs> Right, I shouldn't have done that. But I mean, like, I remember thinking, like, oh, I'm going to Monco, I'm, you know, this, right. whatever. But really, I wish I went to tech school, man. Like, I right. wish that um, I was uh, living in a two hundred thousand dollar house because I build houses. You know what I mean? Like, all my friends who were carpenters are now rich. Right. You know what I mean? And I'm like, what? Huh? But I don't blame our teachers. I blame what we thought the future would look like. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I just never thought that, uh, you know, as a teacher, I never thought that they'd be able to learn it all themselves on the, a portable device. Right. 
Like oh like I uh, I don't know this shit like I'm on Wikipedia I know it now. <laughs> that would never happen back in the day. I know. Do you I remember don't... what it was like when we were kids like to study like the actual like you I... had to go get the books. You had to go to the library. Yep. And find the books and study and I like I think about that now I'm like how did people survive with I Google everything. <laughs> I, I I like finding out like I like googling and like wiki and stuff I, like I that. I do. I have I do. a weird thing with like okay Google how old is <laughs> Liam Neal's like I like people's ages because I'm getting older now and I'm just like oh what the I, I hell? do it too. I do like it how too. old is like I saw um Jimmy Fallon oh Kate Beckinsale she was she was describing herself as the twin of Ryan Reynolds. Did you see that? It's no. really weird when you have the pictures together, but she's like 46 or something. But I do that a lot, and I guess that's like the one part of me I'd like to get rid of is the the sense of vanity and getting older. But um, when you were younger, though, I mean, like you really had to work towards it. I remember taking SAT classes at at uh, Plymouth White Marsh High School on Saturday yeah. mornings. Yes, and I it did. only got me like 80 extra points. I know. <laughs> I hated those so much. Did you I, have to take them too? Yeah. It was really bad. <laughs> I did enjoy our experience though. And I'm so thankful that, you know, of all the guests that I've had on the show that, you know, have, have they, they, we've all like, some of them didn't go to Plymouth Wormers High School, but some did. And we're all very, you know, in the same, like, you know, understanding that we're lucky that we were able to get in there while we did, because yeah. I can't imagine what the experience would have been like. And I think that that's the hardest part for me now as an adult is that, you know, your parents and my parents, you know, like, uh, they grew up very similar, you know, and their parents grew up very similar, right. you know, like mm -hmm. you go to school, you become adult, you get a job, you work 30 years, you retire. Right. So two generations, thousands of generations, really, but the two generations you and I are most familiar with, that's now over. Right. And now we're in our adulthood and the landscape has changed so much. And when it came to that realization, I was able to understand more about like how we can go forward. And like that is, you know, not by like taking away technology, but kind of deprive like take it away for a, like just a bit you know what i mean like it's not healthy it's like drinking you don't yeah. drink every day unless right. you're an alcoholic or you know what i mean like right and yeah. i think that, that people do, some people don't want to hear that at all they don't want to be like take away my new iphone 11 huh right no you, know? you have to make like a conscious decision mm -hmm. to like a, or a conscious effort to step away from it mm -hmm. like even just for a little bit. Yeah. Like, even if it's just, I, I mean, it's really bad. Like I have to tell myself, like I'll be standing there and it, you just mindlessly. Yeah. It's are weird, right? On it. What do I yeah. do right now? I'm in line. Yeah. It's what like do I, I have to yeah. pull my phone out. And it's like, just for our kids, they need us to be present. They need us to be present. And I, that's a big problem, I think, with parents. Yeah. They, some parents, they, see, like, some, I don't even think they know the repercussions of their actions right yet. no they don't they don't no. realize how big it is it's like i have to tell myself okay he's talking to me i have to put my phone down i need yeah. to look him in the eye and let him know that he can i can hear him mm -hmm. and i he, hear what he's saying even yeah. if i don't understand it what it is because it's about pokemon <laughs> i have to pay attention you did, know did you see the detective pikachu movie no well you gotta watch that you gotta get into <laughs> my son and i watched it and i was like all right i get this i understand though laura but joe you have to it. be present joe does, though. Yeah. joe does it that's good yeah <laughs> hence the partnership yes <laughs> um it is true though that i mean man like 
where was I? I was at Merrimead Farms, and uh, you know, this is supposed to be a place where you go with your family to experience some fall fun, you know. Mm-hmm. And I saw like this one kid just walking around. I think he was actually playing Pokemon on his phone, Ugh, like just looking I... down and like not yeah. being with his folks. But his folks were like encouraging it in a way because he was being bad. And I'm just like, oh my god, dude! Like, what the hell? Oh no! And yeah. like, if you really, really think about it, right? I mean, like everything that was bad back in the day, now, like can kill you like back in the day they would there'd be cigarettes in the Plymouth meeting mall mm-hmm. there'd be cigarettes in airplanes there'd be cigarettes in planes they found out it's no good Crazy. it's the same thing with the phone I think is that eventually it will like it's your body from looking down constantly like you know like your your spinal cord your tech neck yeah you can get tech yeah. my two-year-old mm-hmm. shit I give her the iPad sometimes because like, mm-hmm. I have to get work done. Yeah. And I don't have a babysitter Blippi, every from day. From now on, Blippi. Yeah. So I give her the iPad and she'll, she doesn't last long. She'll, she'll be looking down mm-hmm. and she starts already saying about her neck. I'm like, oh my really? God. Really? She's two. Mm-hmm. She's tech neck. Like, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I think I've heard that before, but I've never heard it expressed so clearly. Tech yeah. neck. That sounds <laughs> terrible and awesome the same. <laughs> it sounds like a horror so movie. Bad. I've got tech neck. <laughs> But yeah, you are right, though. I mean, like, it's tough when you're trying to be, like, uh, you know, trying to get your work done, especially if you're working, like, in, like, a creative field, which is an excellent transition to your photography career, because um, I don't know about you, but what, like, yeah, I mean, it's, when you're in Photoshop or if you're in Lightroom, Mm -hmm. you are, you are zoned. Yeah. What do you have? I, I work in both. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I pull my raw photos like through Lightroom to mm-hmm. like just a light. And it's a great way of looking at all of them, yeah. Yeah, and then I finish everything in Photoshop. So you were a Creative Cloud member? Yes. Yeah, so mm-hmm. for people who don't understand what the Creative Cloud is, check this out, right? <laughs> Back in the day, you used to be able to buy software, right? Mm-hmm. You used to be like, hey, it's ninety nine ninety five. You're going to have it forever. Not the case with Adobe Creative Cloud. They figured out a way to make you essentially lease their mm-hmm. software, which is insane. I was furious because I actually I <laughs> so had I. the software that I bought um, oh, really? for my old camera and then I upgrade it and when I upgraded my camera I was forced to get the oh, creative class that was like four was years so ago right four yeah. or five yeah <laughs> I remember the same thing too because I had um, I had premiere no I had what was I using some some app that's no longer made Encore I believe but like and then when they switched over I was like you gotta be kidding me but the benefit of it is that it is amazing that you can get all these wonderful apps especially when it comes to photography because I mean the stuff you can do now inside Photoshop is it's insane really mm-hmm. I mean like there's this guy named Boss Logic who literally he was a fanboy for like Marvel comics and stuff like that now he makes the posters for their films and stuff because he got so good in oh, Photoshop that's so cool so like back in the day you know um, did you take photography at PW I don't think I did. In high, so, I, you know what? Yes, I did. I took it once. It was like one of those I think electives. You yeah, electives. Yeah. yeah. I think you might have been in my class. Yeah. I'm not sure, but... I feel like we did. I did. Justin Cohen in the class with us? Uh, I don't... Remember know. Justin? Yeah. Yeah, I remember. Rest in peace, bud. Um, I, 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 at one point in my life, I enjoyed photography so much mm-hmm. being in that dark room. I was like, oh, this is it. This is what I'll do. Yeah. I still love taking pictures so much so that my wife sometimes says to me, like, Bob, you have your phone. We're going, like, you do a better job than I. Like, can you take the pictures? I'm like, yeah, I love taking pictures. Yeah. The thing that I love the most about pictures, and we could talk about this for the, the you know, the duration here, just. <laughs> 
in today's world it's different right but back in the day when you had somebody take your picture even like when they first started when they like i'm talking like when like you know the projector bulb would go off you know how you would see everybody looking sad it was because it took so long mm -hmm. to actually take the photograph it meant something right when i left um Plymouth White Marsh High School I went to school but then I also got a job at Ritz Camera one hour photo in the Plymouth Meeting Mall but was that was in inside Boscoff's yes and you would, yeah, you used yeah. to print my photos for exactly. me. Exactly, I printed everybody's for PW. <laughs> I must have printed off oh, so, much so much paper stock. Like, uh, yeah, I'll take your yeah, whatever. And I love doing that job so much because I was not only providing them with their photographs, but I was in charge of their memories. Right. And when you're in charge of somebody's memories, they are so nice to you. <laughs> People would be like, oh. Yeah, is there, you know, like they'd just be so happy to get them. And then like mm -hmm. they would review them at the desk down there. And I remember seeing their faces just being like so happy because there was a time and place where like, you know, like you would take a photograph and then for forget about it mm -hmm. and then be like, oh, look what's on this roll. That does not happen no more. No, that's over. Now it's all in the camera roll and it's kind of like expendable in a way like, oh, that doesn't I don't look good in that photograph. Mm -hmm. Delete. Yeah. When you had a 35 millimeter camera, you just shot 27, you know, photos and you hope they all look good. Yeah. I know. That's one thing I actually wish that I learned on film because mm -hmm. I, um, you know, I just started to, and mm -hmm. it was digital. Everything went digital. <clears throat> yeah. So, so much, in fact, that the dark room at PW closed years ago. Yeah. Now it's all digital. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. But, you know, like, this is one avenue where I'm not, like, okay, so, like, when it comes to technology and, like, our social life, yeah, okay. But when it comes to being creative, I don't mind it as much because you're allowed to do different things that you couldn't necessarily do 20 years ago mm -hmm. and you could do them with such a relative ease in Lightroom Photoshop or right. you know like uh, like uh, After Effects or something like that and uh, I love that I love that technology has like caught in, it, 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 it caught up with my imagination in a way right. you know yeah. yeah so like when did like you know like now you're like you're a professional photographer you can you could be reached i'll put your links here in the podcast people can um you know you do you do events okay. weddings everything right no, i don't do weddings or oh you don't events. good for you good for you <laughs> no weddings or events i'm sorry i love that yeah well, well, i'm not i shouldn't say events or weddings but you do like um the couples like you do the more intimate shots I can do well. I'll do engagements. Engagements, yeah. So I'm a portrait photographer. Awesome. So I'm not, and I well, wedding photographers are portrait photographers too. I guess. But it's a nightmare doing a wedding photography. I was a second shooter for a wedding once. Tell me about that. Never again. Never. What happened? Was just sweaty and like, oh my god, I'm messing up and like I'm wearing all uh, black. Oh wait, actually, I did. I did my friend Carrie's wedding photos too. Uh huh. And the one thing that I was afraid that was going to happen yeah. happened. What happened? So I don't usually work with a flash, like an off-camera flash. I'm yeah. just, I'm more natural light. Oh, that's and why. Okay. I I, I, first, let me interrupt and say, that's why they look so good. Because uh, natural light produces obsessed. the best. I'm obsessed. Uh, yeah. Contrast, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah. Um, so I had rented the off-camera flash. It was like when I first was mm -hmm. starting out. And I was using it for her, her ceremony. And... They went in for the first kiss, and the battery oh my died. God. The battery died in the off-camera flash. I missed it. You missed I, it? I missed it. So I was like, everybody was cheering, and I was like, 
kiss oh again and then they kissed again and then oh you I got, got it. it yeah that's good that you said that <laughs> I know it's like first time I ever like really thought on my feet there <laughs> that's the that's the, so, like okay so from a photographer perspective <laughs> if you're a photographer and you're listening to this you know exactly what we're talking about that moment of defeat <laughs> where you've it's missed horrible. the moment oh it's awful yeah and so and then though when I was a, we- a second shooter for the wedding it was okay mm-hmm. I mean I wasn't the main person mm-hmm. so I had to like just do like groom portraits and things like that so but it just not my thing yeah it's it's yeah. It, it's too it's too stressful doing that yeah it's, when you're a portrait photographer you can capture actual real moments of levity I think whereas like with the wedding it's like like I look at my wedding photos and I'm like I don't I don't recall like posing or you know what I mean right yeah and it's a such a big deal that you put so much emphasis on it and there's so much that goes into it it's just insane it's too much pressure it's it's just have you ever done like the Santa Claus thing you know what I'm talking about like hire Santa Claus and then people come and do the photos we went to one last year yeah which we were charged $50 and then I received a flash drive like two days later and uh we got a lot of great shots, you know, and it was it was a much easier experience than waiting in line at the Plymouth Meeting Mall and then spending almost the same amount of money for like one JPEG and like two actual copies, you know. Okay. But um, it's interesting the different things that you can do. Like it, it, photography to me is like the it's the one art form that still can be relevant in today's world versus all the other, you know, like. Like you don't buy DVDs and VHS tapes somewhere you stream, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? But you still want to photograph somewhere, you know? Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be on your computer, but it does still look good on your wall, you yes. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I like seeing that. I like seeing, like, um, I like seeing people still take photographs and take it seriously, you know? Yeah, yeah, me too. That I mean, they mean so much. I, that's why I love doing it because I just, um, I've always been, mm-hmm. you know, obsessed with taking pictures. Um, mm-hmm. And I just being able to give people photos like it, they're so important to me. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. I lost my mom and my dad. Mm-hmm. I would do anything for like good photos. Like I, I have all those old snapshots, you know, that are good. I mean, like they look good to me, just I guess maybe because mm-hmm. they're all, you know, they're all you have. And they're, I, I like the look of old photos, but me too. But to have like those professional photos or just pictures that you can have and forever, I, yeah, yeah, it's and just being able to give people those. I actually just read something today about the importance of what we're doing and giving photos to people. What did it say? Um, it was actually about uh, a photographer shared it and. Um, it was the daughters the dad was very sick mm-hmm. and the daughters wanted to have like wedding photos with him before he passed away so she, she took mm. those portraits and it's just like oh that's powerful yeah. she was just saying like all of you who are in the middle of your busy season and like burnout like our job is important yeah like you're doing a good thing you're giving people Sorry. you're freezing time for people and that's like what I always say it's like being yeah. able to freeze time for people something something very special about that when you can freeze time because mm-hmm. you know it's like to take the time to get a photograph it's funny like it, it, it's funny it makes me think of this story <laughs> <laughs> 
recently like i like uh like i've gotten really good at taking selfies with my phones because i got one of these uh like juvenile dials here you know oh, so yeah, i can hold I it out that. real far yeah, yeah right what's this thing called it, by it the helps way? i forget what's it's this like whatever a pop. it is you know what i'm talking about it's like yeah. the, the dial button in the back mm-hmm. of my phone yeah so i've gotten good at taking selfies with my family and um <laughs> we were at mary Beach, <laughs> and i was about to take a selfie of everybody uh in my group my family and friends and this woman was like oh i'll take the picture and i was just feeling very um like just truthful and i was like it's okay i've got a professional degree in selfies <laughs> and then she gave me this look and then like in that moment i realized any time i mean at least for me i've never given my phone over to somebody and got the best shot i've ever seen you know what no. i mean it's always, it's always the shot of my family where it looks like they're like you know in narstown from country like so yeah. far away i know there's so much foreground and i'm just like oh my god you know i'm always disappointed when i right. hand when they hand so next off. time somebody says that be like don't worry i've got a professional degree <laughs> in selfies and but i mean it's just I, I one of the things that i've been trying to do is that like okay so like i have so many photographs from um my high school high school years mainly because i worked at ritz and i was able to just shoot stuff and then keep them for free um right. and i've got lots of shots of um like our high school years and stuff like that and now like when i'm taking these photographs on my phone i'm not getting the actual physical print and then i'm what i am doing though is backing them up to mm-hmm. external hard drives but essentially i'm just taking a f- digital file and then making another digital file of it you know it stresses and me I, out yeah because like, i get i get weird sometimes where i'm like like every year i'll make a movie of uh my son's life in that year and it's a yeah. collection of all the photos and videos of that year and i love doing it you know what i mean i yeah, love i love that I've i love it. you've seen it yeah. like i love doing that thank you I, I i love uh still giving credence to the art form without it just being expendable and thrown into some sort of external like device right. you know yes and i, I just wish that I wish there was a 35 millimeter, millimeter like photo hut. You remember those little photo huts mm-hmm. that would just be like this little thing in the middle of like the shopping center, like right. drop off your film. Yeah. I miss that, man. And I miss, you know, so many aspects of it, but I, I am pleased. And I realized this today when we were like coming here to do the podcast. I was like, that's something that I didn't really think about is that photography is the one thing that pretty much made it out. Okay. You yeah. know, it, it's, I it's know, still, it's true. still around. Gonna want, you're mm-hmm. always going to need, pictures yeah. you're always going to need pictures yeah, always now the video cameras that you used to have were so large and like oh there's different gosh. formats now you can do everything on one device which is crazy to think because right. when we were kids you never thought you'd be able to take a photo and video at the same time so crazy i remember yeah. when the first flip came out being like look at this pixel <laughs> video like you know but so true. yeah i mean like with photography there's so many things that could be captured in a moment that weren't there in real life you ever see, like you yeah. like you come across like a photo you took like oh look at that look at mm-hmm. the way this is the lights hitting you know i always i find that i always like pictures more when i go back to look at them yes so like i'll take them on my phone and i think they're like, yeah, and, like mm-hmm. and then i go back and i'm like oh my god like, I, I do the same thing and i i always tell i tell my clients and everything like just take pictures on your phone mm-hmm. because you're gonna like them like you it they don't have to be perfect yeah but they you don't have them you have them. Yeah. I like to um, take photographs first and then like add them to social media later. I don't, I'm not a social media Same. in the moment guy. Same. Like I don't yeah. want to add story and be like, Lid-d-d-. yeah. you know what I mean? Like I, I like to f- film it all or, f- mm-hmm. f- you know, take photos of it and then be like, oh, this looks cool. This looks cool. You know? Yeah. And I mean, I really, I, I love um, 
just its art form, you know. And I have a bunch of um, photographer friends. Um, some of them worked for a wonderful machine up here, took pictures of my band, they're, and they're still in their careers, and they're still killing it because yeah. that need still exists, you know. And it's yeah. that need of it's like it's like uh this weird thing that like we don't really express anymore and it's like you know it's like you were talking about like you know providing people with that memory and that like um sense of love and purpose it's mm-hmm. weird how a photograph can do that you know yeah and like take you back to a specific time and it's it's crazy when you see one you haven't seen in so long you know what i mean like there's a picture really of me is. when i was like six right there uh-huh. and you know i remember vividly that photograph the photograph i'm looking at was taken at the plymouth meeting mall there was this little hut that is at the if you're at the um merry-go-round you go up the escalators of the plymouth meeting mall yeah i know there was exactly. a kiosk there remember and you would yeah. get your family portraits yeah. there mm-hmm. i remember so many times hating that shit be like mom <laughs> we gotta go do this and it would take forever yeah like an yeah. hour for a six-year-old is like eternity but yeah. i remember that like you know like that feeling and like i still remember them like pulling the strings in like the different um you know layer the backgrounds would come down stuff yeah. but they yeah. still take uh, pictures of kids in schools that's the whole thing you i know? know they still do it you know yeah. and it's still it's still a viable thing you know mm-hmm. and um it's it's great though when you see somebody's um work come to life and like um you know i guess it was like a month ago on Facebook, I was seeing all your photographs, and then I started seeing you were going on the stories, and you were talking more and more, and I was like, Jenny's going to be a great, great guest on the show. Oh, my God. Thank you. And, like, you, you'd mentioned to me that, you know, like, that, like, you know, you were, um, you were nervous about doing it, but you were glad you did. You yes. know what I mean? And, like, now you feel better because you're starting to see that people are responding, right? Yes. Like, what, what's that been like for you? It's made a big difference. I've I've been, I mean, obviously, so I've been doing this for, f- like, five years, mm-hmm. a little over five years. Um, and it's taken me a while. Like, well, thank God for social media because mm-hmm. if I didn't have social media, I probably wouldn't really have a business you know I mean it's free marketing and um, it's been amazing but I've noticed that when you like you need to show up people need to connect with you yeah and when they see you and I I mean for me to do a video I mean I never I've avoided video for like my whole life I I don't like the way I sound I don't like want to see myself Um, and for me to like sit there and talk Mm-hmm. On a video, it was so hard. I, I think you should have a Jenny cast. Stop it. <laughs> it's easy. Okay. It's easy. You know how much it costs? It costs a hundred dollars a year. Yeah. Hundred bucks a year oh to do this. Oh my god! Wow. And you can generate income this way as too. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's it. Pe- yeah. People like to hear from you. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, some people never say anything. Yeah. And when you don't say anything, it's not necessarily means that you don't have anything to say. But it's good that when people actually take the leap. You know, and are like, mm-hmm. I mean, it honestly it makes a huge difference, and it has helped me. Yeah, in ways that I didn't expect. It like I, it's made me more confident. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. It really is. And it's a good point that you brought up that I didn't really think about before. But if I knew, if I know my photographer before I do something with him, uh, we're gonna get better results. It's so true. I actually you know? offer free consultation for new clients That's for smart. that reason because i know that people like i just feel like and 
barely anyone mm-hmm. takes me up on it, mm-hmm. though. You know what I mean? And a lot of maybe people, now they'll hear it. You yeah, know, you know, yeah. engagement photos. You know, but when they that's do, important too, man. Yeah. I didn't. Did I have an engagement photo? No, I didn't. I didn't. You know who took mine? I didn't even know if that was a thing. But yeah, I, guess. <laughs> I don't think it really was because my cousin Jan took my yeah. engagement photos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, What's up, Jan? <laughs> I think I saw her at the reunion. She, you? No, she didn't. She didn't go, right? She didn't go. No. <laughs> but um, yeah, like being able to know who's taking your photo because a photo, yeah. like when someone's taking your photograph, it's such a weird. Like, it's. I'm all- relatively comfortable in front of cameras and stuff and talking and stuff like that. But even still now today like if someone is taking my photo that i don't know there's like this weird it's feeling. weird yeah. yeah like yeah we had a, a photographer come with us on the, the last tour i ever did as a musician her name was jackie and she came and um i didn't know her well before the tour but then i got to know her really well on the tour and you know we start getting really great shots you know and like it really does come down to like you seeing eye to eye with them because mm-hmm. it's the, it's all the way that it's captured I guess in the lens you know it's crazy yeah, yeah. but it's good that you, you start talking though you know yeah, like I was just you. like alright you know you're gonna be I'm looking always looking for new guests and stuff like that and it's very it's difficult to um, to find people who can um, like leave their mark on the world but I think that you're gonna do that with your photography you know oh, like it's you. it's important to to make those memories for people you know and like to still honor the past of like you know the suffering of like waiting two months to get your film back or getting stuck in the dark room and like the fixer and stop bath chemicals aren't being produced correctly and just everything that comes along with it but yeah i guess the real thing for me today is that yeah photography still still rocks still Mm -hmm. still made still made that okay you know Mm -hmm. um what do you shoot on um, I have a Canon. I'm a Canon. Mm, very yeah. nice. Canon what's your, what's your dream camera? Mark IV. Um, that kind, <laughs> it kind of like is my dream camera. That's awesome. That, yeah, mm-hmm. that's I upgraded it, and um, I, like I, I said I wanted to. I wished I learned film. Like I kind of wish mm. I you would really get like could, a film though. camera. You really? I mean, like yeah. the only difference is like, I mean to be honest is like. It, can could you like cook in the dark right i mean like you gotta go into a dark room and you gotta get your film out of the you know thing and you gotta put it in this machine Mm -hmm. and like it's just like using a blindfold and put it that was the hardest part for me and then once it's done it dries and then you pull the negative through the thing and then there was like three baths they would call it and that would be uh fixer stop bath developer yeah and then by the third the photograph i loved it so much god i loved it yeah but with like lightroom and like um with Photoshop, I mean, with Photoshop, there's so many things that I'm still learning in there that I'm like, what? Yeah. What is this feature? And that's, I, I love that, so much. that aspect, you know, that yeah. you can, you can find like a new filter gallery. Let me tell mm-hmm. you, there's a dream camera of mine that, uh, I can't remember the name, but I'm going to tell it to you. Uh, so this camera, I believe is only still available in certain countries. Oh. It is most famous. For, um, it's Jeff Bridges, the actor, the guy that was in The Big Lebowski. Mm-hmm. So he uses something called a wide lux camera. Okay. And it's like this um, crazy looking device where it, it captures everything in a really wide panoramic lens. And then it can do all this like time lapse stuff. Um, 
it's just insane the like the the that photos cool. that uh, he produces but um yeah. if you want to check it out google uh jeff bridges yeah I'll wide lux camera if you're listening yeah. but um yeah he's been doing it for so long and like you know once you're a photographer it's not something you just like stop doing you know Mm-mm. you know what i mean like I think that that's important is like with any art trade you if you give up then it's like it's not like you're giving up on the art it's like you're giving up on yourself in a way right. you know what I mean like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna stop podcasting until I die it's yeah. just that's it like I'm not I'm, I it, love that like I, love- I really want to do this for like my son in a way like because yeah. he won't know he he doesn't know at age three what his dad was like at age 39 really but he can one day oh God, that's so true and yeah. this in a way is like my yeah. digital imprint for him so that like he could kind of understand how hopefully smart I was or crazy I was or you know what I mean like and I like that aspect that like um, I can't quit I don't want to quit this you know and I think a lot of people are so easy in today's like I'm done I'm done I can't do this no more no I no I totally I feel that way too like Mm -hmm. that for my kids I want to show them that Mm -hmm. I you know I did this like my son knows well he knows like I'm he knows I'm a photographer and he Mm -hmm. knows that like um, like I wasn't last year or wasn't this past summer but the summer before I actually tried to open a studio actually mm-hmm. had the old gyms spot so Jim's. it's like you know Jim's Deli yes mm-hmm. so I had that space oh wow down there on Hector right it's on uh, East 10th oh yes yes it's literally mm-hmm. like a block yeah. away from my house mm-hmm. and I was gonna open the studio, and the thing is, is like I'm more of a natural light, like mm-hmm. outdoor photographer, um, and but I felt that I needed to have this studio in order to be successful, yeah. in order to be consistent, and like that's one of the hardest, mm-hmm. the hardest things. Um, so I, I got the space, and we ended up, we ended up stopping after six months because just wasn't making enough money. So yeah, it's paying tough. rent, and. Yeah not making anything so i feel like going through that my son oh. knew you know mm-hmm. what i mean like he's like he, he was so excited for me to have that and then i'm like i'm not doing it you know what i mean but mm-hmm. i want to show him that like even if things don't work out like look mommy's still doing it like mommy's still making her dream come true yeah, it's very true is that they know they pick up on that too mm-hmm. like um i was uh, reading this article today uh, on genetic memory and like how um, certain things pass on to kids, and like you know, as a parent, like you you uh, you think like, well, how do they know that? Is it just because it's my DNA? But then like I start reading more into it, and then start talking about like um, like how uh, okay, so like kids when they're young, all kids are scared of monsters. There's a monster in my closet, but because maybe at one time there was monsters that roamed the earth that could potentially kill you mountain cats mountain lions you know what i mean like so is that like some sort of old memory of like what you think but like my son is so it's so weird watching because like i okay so i i have a i guess it's like a feng shui type thing but i can't relax in a house unless it's clean i can't oh i can't it's it's a real thing it's not my over compulsive disorder so much it's just this general sense of well-being when I know the dishes are done Mm -hmm. and the wash is done and I can chill and then I know it's going to get all messed up again right which is insane how fast now with a kid how that happens but I I like things to be clean and my son is very similar he'll Mm -hmm. be like dad that's dirty we don't want that now (laughs) and I'm like what (gasps) and and like he's like um, 
it's crazy. He's like all about rules and stuff. I remember. I don't yeah. remember myself following rules so much, but he loves the rules. And I guess that's <laughs> maybe his mom a bit, but yeah, it's weird how like uh, certain things he'll do. I'll just be like, "Whoa, dude! Like you're you don't know me that well. Did you know that I'm that way yet? Right, you know, like right? They they pick up on everything. But yeah, when you when you uh, when you quit anything in front of your kid, I think that that's you know. I mean, unless it's something bad, you know what I mean? Like, but like if you quit something that's like your dream or it's something that you really like about life, you know what I mean? Like, right. I just find that it's just, it, it's, I mean, especially as an educator, really though. I mean, like, I, I personally think that by the time a kid gets to first or second grade, who they are is going to be who they are for the rest of their life, oh you know? Gosh. Yeah. It's kind of a weird thing, right? Yeah, I mean, like. It's just so weird to think this kind of stuff, too, because it's just like, I mean, that's one of the reasons why we were speaking earlier. Like, you asked me if I still play. Like, I don't want to play no more because I don't want to miss out on this stuff. Right. Because, like, at one point, he'll be old enough that he's not going to want to, like, chill with dad and mom all the time. You know what I mean? But when I can control it, yeah, you're going to be chilling with us, dude. Um, It's weird because, like, the first grade thing, right, I started thinking in my head not too long ago about when did I become who I would become and the weird like it's I've been doing lots of self reflection lately and I think I know the moment too and it's funny enough because it involves photography okay I was at White Marsh Elementary and it was in the month of October and I think I thought this a couple weeks ago because it was hot It's 1987 at White Marsh Elementary, and I'm coming off the playground, and I'm a sweaty mess. I'm talking, I got sweat all over my face, and Mrs. Pupkowitz, my teacher, I believe, no, no, yeah, this must have been second grade then. It's somewhere around there, don't matter. Mrs. Pupkowitz was taking Polaroid pictures of everybody in the class, and she decides to take my photograph today when I'm a sweaty mess. (laughs) Mind you, I'm six or seven, but in my mind, I'm like... Thinking like like vanity wise, like right. oh, I look like I look like hell. I don't look good in this photograph. And I remember when she, when the Polaroid came out and she shook it, and I remember looking at it and thinking, oh my god, I look like shit in the oh, photograph, no. and which is a weird feeling, yeah. right, for a young kid. But I wonder where oh. that came from. That I was like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I shouldn't have been thinking that, but something happened to me where I was able to disconcern <laughs> how I would feel about the way I look in photos. Right. It's weird, right? That is... And, like, I like I shouldn't... That might have been the moment, I think, of when, like, I switched from being a kid, a child... Yeah. ...to a young adult, in oh a way. Gosh, it's weird, right? I cry, because I... It happens too early, I feel. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I know, I know, it does. You don't realize that kids are big kids. Like, that's been... Well, like, I, a couple, maybe about 30 episodes ago, I was feeling pretty lucid, and I, I uh, came up with this idea. Why, why did God, or whoever created the universe, decide to just make being a boy or a girl like 12 years or so? Why couldn't it be 22 years? Right. <laughs> like, imagine you're taking care of your kid for 22 years, <laughs> and they don't God. move out. Like You know what I mean? Like, But it, yeah, it, it's just such a small amount of time, and it's just like, oh, it, it, so it means the most. You know what I mean? Like, that... that um, that the kids have the support that they they do like i don't even like fighting with my wife about dumb stuff in front of my kid no more i feel so bad about it right i feel bad sometimes when i have to like go do something where like he can't come like uh he always wants to come bobcast and stuff like that he came to the rooftop concert i did uh, a month ago mm-hmm. and he was overwhelmed with like you know everything but like it is true that I mean, you only have a small window, you know, Mm -hmm. and that's also too ties into the the aspect of photography and how it relates towards memories, you know? Yeah. It's weird, you know, and like you you got these short little, 
you don't stay looking like that forever, you know? It goes so fast. It goes I, I so fast. I feel like I always, I use the word fleeting, like, so much when mm-hmm. I'm describing, like, for clients and stuff. Because, yeah. like, when the babies are first born yeah. and, you know, everything, it just, it's so fast. Oh, my God, it's so fast. People don't realize. And then if you don't have the photos, you... I yeah. don't remember. You don't. Yeah, you don't. You know, it's like I still show pictures of my son. Like, you know, I show him a picture of himself as a baby and I'd be like, that's not me. I'm like, that's you, mm-hmm. you know, and my God, when my son was born, I took so, I had to like fill up like a almost like 400 gigabytes. Like it was just like so much photography, so much video. I went insane and yeah. I'm glad I did. You know I was what I mean? say, the kids love it and it's so important for them mm-hmm. to see themselves. It's for, for their confidence. Mm-hmm. They love it yeah and it's it, it, if there's anything that can make kids feel good in today's world it's confidence uh-huh. you know what I mean like as far as like so you know funny. social online bullying and stuff like that and like just the crazy amount of sh- like you know compared to like the class of 1998 versus mm-hmm. today's world we I, I'll say it again super thankful I grew up when we did mm-hmm. you know because I don't know how I would would have reacted towards these things, you know. Right. I don't know how I, I would have reacted towards um, my sense of worth being of how many friends I have or how many views I have or how many times somebody clicked the heart or, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm just like, oh, dude, that's just not good. Because mm-hmm. I remember how I felt in Mrs. Pupkowitz's class when she <laughs> took that photograph. Can you imagine if that was on social media no, in 1987? Oh I would have been like, I look like shit. Now, regardless, I probably looked like I was just a seven-year-old boy. Right. But the oh. thing in my mind that I don't, I can't, I remember thinking in my car, I'm like, why did I, why was I thinking that way then? Right. You know? Yeah. Like, but I mean, that's, it's funny how that, it's still like, kind of like goes into today's society. Like, you know, with like, um, somebody will like tag a photograph of me. I'm like, I, I'm not going to put this on my page. I'm not even, like, what's the side of my head? Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, or, or if like, you know, like it's weird sometimes how photography, like, um, like some people have bad angles. When I was younger, I used to think that that wasn't true. I have a bad angle I know oh, about. Too. Yeah, it's weird, right? It's I like, have a good side and I weird. Have, yeah, it's so the weird. first time I heard about good side and bad side mm-hmm. was um, oh, it was Turtle on Entourage. He had, or not a Turtle. It was Johnny Drama. I think he had a bad bad side and he got mad at somebody for taking his photo that way. <laughs> but I mean, when it comes to the art of photography, I'm, I'm happy that it, you know it'll be around for for many many years, and I hope so. that um people continue to use you for their portrait services and you know engagements and stuff like that and um i really think that you do have the potential now to start the jenny cast oh my god being that you know (laughs) i i show you like what you gotta buy and it's very simple you probably already have everything you just need one of these and it costs like a hundred bucks that's it yeah i mean you have the creative cloud so additions in and then after we wrap i'll I'll tell you a little bit more but i want to say thanks old friend for coming back on the show Mm, thanks for having me all right everybody yeah, it was a, it was a, gla- it was a so blast nice. yeah. going through this, and it's it's always fun to talk about the creative nature of photography, you know? Yeah. Hire Jenny, everybody. <laughs> My name's you. Bob. This has been another episode of Bobcast. <laughs>